Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. What's up, gang? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershazde. I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine, we're about two things. Number one, people who are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world and doing both of these things despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews with game changers, business leaders, you know, telling us their origin stories, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now. Why? So it can help you step into your greatness within your life, your business, and your career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years of entrepreneurship as a CEO and founder to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation, and I'm stoked to have you here with me. Guys, welcome to today's episode of The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mishazde. And man, it flying solo again. It's Oh, it's, fri- it's Friday. Flying solo here. Um, so this is part three of, I think it's like a 10 or 12 part two. So I'm trying to figure out uh, how long I'm going to make this. But it's uh, based on this, uh, essentially this talk I did at UT Austin um, to the school business on the things I wish I knew when I was 20 years old. And it applies to anyone of, of any age, but these are like the, the, the top lessons I learned. And so uh, number three, and I'm going to read it right now, is the game is long, but you need to stay in it to win it. Consistency pays compounding returns. And this is a really uh, important uh, lesson because, you know, I think a lot of times, especially when you're younger, we're, we're you know, we're like, oh, you know, you got to try a bunch of different things. And I do actually, you know, going back to, I think it was last week, week before I had mentioned, look, you want to take asymmetric risk, you know, when you're younger. Um, but what I find, and, and this is coming from the standpoint of being a CEO entrepreneur, looking at thousands and thousands of resumes is, is I've seen people hop around a lot, you know, they'll, they'll do a ton of different stuff. And when you're young, that's okay. You, I, I think that actually that's the time to do it. I actually do think you need to give things a chance. If you're going to put them on your resume, you need to have been there at least a year. You don't want to have a lot of gaps in your resume. Um, and so, Job hopping, I will tell you, is a total deal killer. When I see people are hopping around every you know year, and they're in their forties and they have had forty jobs or thirty jobs or twenty jobs, I'm like, whoa, scary, you know, because it, immediately it sends a message that this is a person that you know can't be trusted, right? It's a trust trust marker that they're not satisfying. Uh, immediately that, that, what that does is it, it's, it's a trust market. It says, Hey, I can't trust this person. They, they're not going to be here. There's a reason why they keep leaving. But when you're in your twenties, you want to try a lot of different stuff because you want to find the game that you want to be in for a long time. And I'm a huge fan of, of, uh, Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, who I think really are amazing examples. And for people that are not familiar with those names or, or, or their work, I highly recommend Googling them, taking a look at them. And these, these guys are the guys that I would say are the, they're, they're really long-term thinkers, long-term folks 
They buy um, their investors in Berkshire Hathaway. They buy companies that they never sell. And so they have this long-termism as my, uh, one of my mentors, Rand Stegan says, they believe in long-termism. They, they represent long-termism. And so really what we want to do is spend our time in our 20s when we're younger or even 30s or 40s if you need to. But, but I do think that you really want to try to you know, figure out what is the game you want to play. Because what you don't want to do is end up in the wrong game that you end up moving around a lot in. Because the game plays, pays compounding returns the longer you're in it. So I'm going to explain what I mean by that. When we play the game of business or entrepreneurship, it, there's this opportunity to get deep into an area so that we can play the game well and we can see things others don't see. And when we're moving around a lot, when we're changing businesses a lot, when we're changing jobs a lot, what ends up happening is you're not there long enough to see the intricacies of being able to create exponential value. And when you have to restart a business, so I'm going to use an example. I'm going to use Twin Capital, my first business. Um, took off like a rocket ship. You know, I started the business in July of 2003. It went vertical, uh, became a multi-million dollar business within less than a year. And, and then ended up growing, you know, became the you know, number 40 fastest growing company in the United States. So that was great. Um, but unfortunately, I was doing alternative A products, which uh, became known as subprime lending. And that was, you know, I was, man, I was in good company. You know, Lehman Brothers was doing that. Bank of America was doing that. There's, you know, you name it. Like there was some, or Merrill Lynch, excuse me, was doing that. You know, there was some, you know, I, I always said, would tell people, I said, you know, I was in good company when the business started having major issues because of the product we had. And, but what it did is it created a lot of baggage and eventually I had to shut the company down uh, towards the end of 2009, beginning of 2010. The exact same time, um, I had a really good friend who had a business that was very small, same exact product. He was just so small, it didn't really hurt him as badly when the market turned and he was able to stay in the game. And in that particular industry, the people that were able to stay in the game in 2008, 2009, it was the la it was a last man standing situation. Like the, the 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 demand was not great. The supply was so low of of companies that stayed in the business. There was an actual website called the Mortgage Implodometer. You can literally Google it: mortgageimplodometer.com. Like, <laughs> like I, I'll have my team Google that: mortgageimplodometer.com. Hundreds of mortgage companies went out of business. So the people are actually able to stay in the business. And again, this is an extreme example, but it's a good example. They absolutely killed it. They absolutely killed it just simply by being in the game. And so, um, again, this is an extreme example, but in most industries, just by staying in the game, you end up seeing opportunities. And there's this law of compounding returns that ends up happening. And I see this over and over and over again as I work with entrepreneurs, as I'm friends with entrepreneurs, I watch them iterate in their business. And, and what ends up happening is, is as you're in the game, you start to see opportunities, but you've got to stay in the game. So I have a good friend, former, former uh, guest on the show, Jeff Shocks, who is a patent attorney, right? So he runs a small patent attorney, boutique patent attorney practice, one of the top patent attorney practices in the United States. And, you know, he ended up getting into venture capital. Why? Because he saw that he had an outsized um, opportunity to create value. Because he was the one doing the patents for these great firms that were these seed-funded firms. And he said, well, you know, I've, would I be willing to cut a check for them? So he started cutting checks as an angel investor. And he did pretty well. 
And now he's this amazing venture capitalist and he's doing his patent patent law at shocks.plc or shocks.com. Um, but he's another good example, you know, and I've seen friends of mine that run that are in real estate businesses and that they were in real estate businesses in 08, 09 and they got killed. I mean, it really hurt them. They were like, like really feeling that pain. But the one thing I'll tell you is that when you're in any game long enough, you will feel lots of pain for sure. Hopefully it's not lots, but you will feel some at, at one point or another. We use tech, for example. Right now, if you're in the tech business, it is cold outside. It is a really cold winter. And it didn't feel that way three years ago. It sure as heck didn't feel that way since 20, probably for, since 2002. We had like a 19-year run where it was really good to be in tech. But right now it's cold. And what I always tell people is whenever it gets cold outside, that's the opportunity. So this is around staying in the game. So we use, again, real, a real estate example. I have friends that were owned a lot of multifamily real estate. The ones that were able to stay in the game in 2008, 9, and 10, when things got really cold outside, were, the, were positioned to buy deals in 11, 12, 13, 14. And they absolutely crushed it when the market turned. Right? And the market turned, as we know, in multifamily all through the 2010s into the early 2020s. And so this is a really good example, but you couldn't, you, the, the, the reality is, is when the market turns, if you're not already there, you're not going to like, it's too late. You can't get in into stuff like this because the people that have been there through the hard times are the ones that have sharpened their teeth. They're the ones that see the opportunities to smell. They smell the opportunity way before you do, you know? And so you've got to be there. And when you're there, when you're in there long enough, you'll see these Little, little things that other people would never see because they're not close enough to the action. But you got to be in the game long enough. And so um, I've, I'll use a, a perfect example. This my podcast is the, probably a great example. I, sometimes I, I, I say to myself, man, you know, this, it's a lot of work, number one, to do the podcast. And, you know, like, like the results are good. But like if you were to like put on a piece of paper, like where do I get the most economic value for my time it's definitely doing private equity it's definitely investing it's definitely you know working with business owners it's not doing a podcast um, i'm not unlike many people that do a podcast like i don't i'm not using this as a top of funnel to the market myself or to sell a product i do this because i love doing it but i've sold myself on the fact and i believe this firmly and like look i'm in the game and that's all that matters and over time i will figure out the opportunities to make this a massive podcast and a massive opportunity and create tons of value for myself. But by staying in the game, that's how I make it happen. Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now. And let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. From canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of the sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin-D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now, I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear, uses directed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. So again, if you're a younger person listening to this podcast, the opportunity lies in figuring out what game you want to play in. You know, Naval Ravikant talks about this which is, you know, the three most important things to figure out when you're, when you're younger is what game do you want to play? And he has a quote that I love very much, which is um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, right? <laughs> which I think is an amazing quote. So you don't want to play stupid games. You don't want to win stupid prizes, okay? And sometimes you don't know how to judge if it's a stupid game or stupid prize um, and, until you get some experience in your belt. But you want to say, hey, what, what game do I want to play? Where do I want to live? Which he talks about that as well. And who, who, who's your partner, right? Because they're going to be there to support you, whether it's, you know, your husband, wife, whatever you want, whatever situation you're in. But yeah, what, what game do you want to play? Pick a good game. And then what I would tell you when you're looking at what game to play, there's a couple of things that I realize is number one, does it fit, does it, is it culturally fit who you are as a person, right? Does the way the business operates fit you as a person? So I'll use an example of, let's say, tech, venture. If I want to get into venture, you know, if I want to be a venture-funded tech company, well, do I realize do I want to work with VCs? Do I want to go and chase my next round of funding? Does that fit who you are as a person? Or are you like, oh man, that's just that sounds like such a grind. I'll hate that. The answer is that you'll hate it. Don't go into venture. Right? Maybe being a bootstrapped entrepreneur is more along your lines. Right. Um, if you're like me, where you're like, ah, eh, I don't like the, you know, I mean, we think again, using venture as an example, you know, for every 40 early stage venture venture funded deals out there, you know, 37, 38 of them fail. You get a zero goose egg. So you could spend five, six, seven, eight years of your life doing a venture funded startup. And there's about a 96% chance you go to zero. Uh, And for me, I know from a personality perspective, I'm like, no, 
I would don't want that. Like that would be, that's not a good fit for me. Right. So I need more certainty. I don't, I don't need to, to, you know, have a, create the next, you know, unicorn through a venture. I'd rather do it slow and steady. So stuff for me, because of my personality, I've learned, I need to get value for, uh, from a, from a perspective of when I create high growth in a business, I need to get uh, value for it. I can't just, you know, uh, I can't just do that work and then not get enterprise value for it, which by the way, is one of the reasons why I've moved into the wealth, wealth tech space or excuse me, wealth management space and from a private equity perspective. And I moved out of lending because lending is a different business. You get paid book value. If you have a lot of capital, it's a great business. If you don't, you know, if you don't, I, I, let me take that back. I would say that like lending is a good example of if you're okay with playing with a lot of volatility, which for me, after 20 plus years, I realized it just was not a personality fit for me. I didn't love the volatility of the lending space, at least mortgage lending. Why? Because when interest rates go up, you get crushed. When interest rates go down, you're really busy. Some people like that. They like that big win um, when rates go down. And for me, it just wasn't a great fit. I didn't like that. I didn't like the you know, volatility of that business. So I, I realized, okay, that, that game doesn't fit my personality. Culturally, that doesn't fit my personality. Venture doesn't fit my personality. But when you look at the wealth management space, which is the space I'm, I'm now moving into, it's much more of an annuitized revenue play, which I look at, I'm like, that's a perfect fit for my personality. I like consistency. I want to know what my income is going to be next year if I can. So again, I, I, I didn't know that when I was 20 or else I would have probably made a pivot into that a space that had that in it. Maybe insurance business for some of you who feel the way I feel is a good play. Wealth management's a good play. Um, even software as a service might be a good play. I just don't like the venture side of it. I don't like the fact that I'm solving for a problem that's a hard problem to solve, right? And if I don't solve it, there's a 96% chance I don't get any value for the, uh, for the value I created, right? So again, we want to pick industries that fit our personality. Um, for some folks, you're going to say, well, I want to go into the restaurant business. And I'd say, well, hey, great. Like, go read Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. He'll tell you what it's like to be in, in that business. Is that a game you want to play? Some people are like, that sounds amazing to me. I read that book and I was like, oh my gosh, I would hate the restaurant business. You know, that's a really hard business. Low margins, uh, high failure rates. Clients are fickle. There's a lot of, that's a lot of volatility. And for me, that's not a good fit. So again, we want to figure out what game we want to play simply because the game is long and you want to be in the game. And if you're moving around a lot, it's hard to stay in the game. So uh, that's really the le lesson number three on the top uh, 12 things I wish I knew when I was 20 years old. Um, again, if you're an older person and you're listening to this and, and you're like, well, Darius, I'm not 20. What am I going to do? My answer is like, you still have the same logic, which is what game do you want to play? You know, you can start, you know, people live till they're 80, 90 years old nowadays, maybe a hundred years old by the time we're, we're, we're passing away. You got 60 more years to play the game. What game do you want to play? You know, and is that game befitting of your personality? So hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, peace out, everybody. Until next time, love you. You are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Listen, if you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform that you're tuning in on so that you don't miss any of our future episodes. We have tons of great people coming on, and we're, we're stoked to have you here to enjoy it with us. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love most about this particular episode. We love getting the reviews. We love to see what you guys love most. And if this particular episode, you know, made you think of someone who's leveling up in their business and in their life, print screen, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to support and grow with each other. 
And in case you want to see some of the fun behind the scenes shots or some of the things that we're doing, I'm actually writing about this in my weekly newsletter. Go to www.therealdarius.com and subscribe to my newsletter. We're talking about fun things like business and life and mindfulness and cryptocurrencies and gosh, I don't even know everything and anything, but it's tons of fun stuff I write about. I try to get it out on a weekly basis. You can subscribe at www.therealdarius.com. And with that said, look, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We're out of here. See you guys on the next one. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.